Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. 30 seconds remaining here in the third period. 3-3 tie. Barco takes a shoulder from Ajo. Now the puck stays in. Sam Bennett will pick it up. Ajo and Barco are wrestling in the corner. Now Weger has the puck. He'll lay it free back to Weger. They're still tussling between Barkov and Ajo. Now Bennett has it. He'll get it to Barkov. Nine seconds left in the period. Barkov to the point for Weger. Weger sends it back behind the Canes net for Uberdo. Three seconds left. Two countrymen, but they are adversaries, and what a battle that was. Ajo and Barkov. Good point. You go from here. Trocek tries to put it across Weger. He loses his edge, and he loses the puck. And now Barkov swiping through center ice. Jumping in. Barkov puts one on and trickles through to Alkovich. And that's how this game ends, as Alexander Barkov gets a little bit of puck luck. And his 22nd goal of the year ends this one in overtime. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the host of the Canes Corner Podcast, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Alec Campbell will be along in a little bit. Carolina Hurricanes got a point tonight. That's right. The Canes picked up a single point tonight. One point, that's a good thing because Carolina was not even close to being good enough to win this hockey game. And and yet they almost did. And yet they almost did. Take that as whatever sign you want. If you want to say that Carolina made a lot of mistakes and that's going to cost them the playoffs, okay, yeah, you're probably right. If they make those mistakes, it will cost them in the playoffs. Uh, But if you want to say that, man, Did you see the lineup they threw out there? And they still nearly won the game? Yeah. That also happened. And then if you want to say, man, they led this game 3-1. And if they just do what they're supposed to do, they probably win the game, oh, 4-2. You know, figuring Florida gets one, and then Carolina gets maybe an empty netter. Uh, but there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of sloppy tonight. A lot of uh, a lot of not so good tonight. I think uh, a team that was mentally tired tonight and shorthanded, not literally but figuratively shorthanded tonight uh, with the lineup they put out there. Uh, but look, Florida was better. They were a more desperate team in this game. And sometimes, as much as you want to convince yourself that you need to be as desperate as they are, sometimes that just cannot possibly be the case. Florida played the game, certainly the third period, with way more determination than Carolina did. And again, understandable. Put yourself in Florida's position. You've lost to this team six times in a row. You're down 3-1 and you've outplayed them. 
because Florida was the better team. at th- Even down 3-1, Florida had played better. And then Carolina makes the one mistake, and uh, we go from there. It's not a good game. Not a good game for Carolina. Uh, played hard, uh, but shorthanded and whatnot uh, to get a point out of this one. Very, very fortunate. Uh, we are brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. Uh, there, There is no place like that, uh, especially with the customer service they provide. And if it's for the exterior of your home, like siding or roofing or windows or entry doors, uh, they've got it all. And yes, I understand that both windows and entry doors are both inside and outside of the home. Don't uh, don't try to get uh, don't get saucy with me, Bernays. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's see if we can go through this. Again, not a great game for Carolina. Florida was better, significantly so. Carolina gets a point. We should be happy. Canes had a three-one lead and lost this game in overtime, four-three. So we should be sad. Carolina made a lot of mistakes. Morgan Geeky did not uh, did not follow his assignment. Uh, you are the forward on that side. You've got the defenseman. You can't let him get back door. You let him get back door. Top unit wasn't prepared apparently for the uh, power play or for, rather the penalty kill of Florida down uh, down a goal. Uh, you're 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 on you're shorthanded again. You have to be aggressive. Well, Look like Carolina just wasn't ready for that kind of aggression, and they paid the price. Heck, they nearly gave up two goals on that power play. Uh, Vincent Trocek forced the play in overtime. It's really, overtime, we keep saying this, and sometimes it can be boring. Overtime, 100% about possession. Risky plays, no good. It's all about possession. And actually, it wasn't... Just Trocek, I thought Andrei Svechnikov made a risky play, but he got away with it and gave it to Trocek. And at that point, Tro probably didn't feel like he had another option but to cut inside. Was he tripped by Uyghur? Yeah, but I, I'm not worried. I'm, I'm not bent out of shape. They didn't call it. Um, there's a lot of things that get called, don't get called. Trocek probably should have gotten called for a trip with about two minutes left in regulation. Uh, but that didn't happen. Anyway, uh, just kind of a high high risk play, uh, and look if it pulls off, then Trocheck's alone with Drieger, and maybe he wins it. Uh, but the overtime is about possession and hanging on to the puck until the perfect opportunity comes along, and it will if you hang on to the puck. But that's not what Carolina did; they paid for it at the other end. Uh, and the other part of this is also. Uh, for the first time since maybe his third, second, or third start, Alex Delkovich let in two goals that he wants back. Promise you he wants the Forsling goal back, and I promise you he wants the last goal back. So, uh, look, Kane's got a point. <laughs> uh, can, we just, uh, can we just say this? Here's how unoffensive... Carolina was today. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to be a Brett Pesci apologist, uh, although I am. Um, on the first goal with 24 seconds, 24.3, whatever it was left in the first period, Brett Pesci showed some 
uncertainty what to do with the puck. Made a good play to get the puck, and then he kind of just froze for a second, and that's all it took. Uh, puck was knocked off his stick, and it ultimately ends up behind your uh, behind your goaltender when Mackenzie Weaker gets a pass from, I guess it was Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, really inside the faceoff circle uh, to the right of Nedeljkovic, and there you go. It's 1-1 at the end of one, but... Carolina did get the next two goals. They led 3-1 after the Svechnikov fortunate pinball goal uh, made it 3-1. It was a pesky shot. Uh, But that's it. Carolina just kind of, uh, I mean, really didn't do much offensively all night. Here's how Carolina scored uh, their three goals. A Florida stick, a Florida skate, and a power play goal. That was Carolina's offense tonight. On the first goal, Dougie Hamilton's shot went off uh, a Florida stick and went uh, fluttered high just under the bar. I actually think it hit the top, hit the underside of the crossbar. I think it was bar down. Uh, that's that's fortunate, right? Uh, second goal might have hit two Florida people uh, players, a leg and then a skate. And then I think it glanced in off of Andre Svechnikov's skate. I don't think I know it. That that uh, definitely uh, hit his skate on the way in. Uh, so that those were two goals, and then a power play goal. Okay. Again, Carolina's expected goals in this game was one point five. They got three, more than twice as many goals as they should have in this game. And then you get to the injuries. Jesper Faust was a late scratch. Uh, Jordan Martinook was never going to play. Tavo Teravainen, um, Brock McGinn, Brady Shea, all out. So Max McCormick, Drew Shore, and Joe Kim Ryan all played the game tonight. And they were, I mean, <clears throat> McCormick and Shore barely played. Ryan played 10 and a half minutes just like he did uh, in uh, in Thursday's game. Uh, he is, I think I heard Mike talk about how uh, how well he played uh, in the game on Thursday. He barely played. I don't, he didn't, he didn't do anything bad. Uh, but so he, he ate up 10 and a half minutes. <clears throat> he ate up 10 and a half minutes again tonight. There wasn't a lot from Joakim Ryan, but it wasn't supposed to be a lot from Joakim Ryan. Nope, they got what they needed out of him, which was, uh, ten and a half minutes that somebody else didn't have to be on the ice. But Carolina wasn't very good tonight, and that's okay. You're not going to play great all the time. Heck, they didn't even play great in the game on Thursday. They just competed like hell. Uh, they didn't play well in the first game of the Tampa series. They just competed like hell. Got a point. Uh, they played great in the second game against Tampa. I mean, super. Uh, but they didn't play really all that well in either game against Florida. But again, uh, the competitive nature of this team carried them Thursday. Also got great goaltending from Nedeljkovic, although those two things could be one and the same. Uh, but tonight, they just didn't have enough mental energy. I think case in point, on the last goal, on the game-winning goal by Barkov, not only does... Trocek, do Trocek and Svechnikov kind of force the issue when you didn't, you really shouldn't have. But Andre, rather than just track back with Barkov 
and skate him out, skate him off the play, which would have allowed Slavin to absolutely take one of the uh, one of the passing options. Svechnikov tried to uh, like to cut him off too soon and fell short rather than just skate him. And Slavin was I may, probably mentally tired too. He played 27 minutes the other night. Um, and Slavin didn't do much on the play. I just think the guys were kind of just mentally fried. It's just the way they played. And they didn't have a ton offensively at all. So, uh, But it, again, I don't think this was a lack of energy in this game. I just think that they were just kind of worn out. Um, they played hard. They just didn't. They got a point. They they got a point out of this. You we should be we should all be very happy. I for one am happy. Carolina was six zero and two against Florida on the season series. Two zero and two on this road trip so far through Florida, and now they got to get back up and do it again because Dallas is no joke. This is a team that played for the Stanley Cup last year. I will say that Dallas found goal scoring last year in the postseason. When they got to the bubble, they found goal scoring, and that's what landed them in the Stanley Cup Finals. We have not seen that on a regular basis from Dallas. They put, what, 52 shots, 53 shots, whatever it was, on Chicago, on uh, Detroit tonight in a 2-1 win in extra time. Dallas is struggling to score goals, but that doesn't mean Dallas isn't good. Dallas is a hard team to play against. Carolina is going to need everything they've got uh, to get points out of these final two games. And let's be fair here. Um, Carolina, while in a good position in the standings, has done nothing yet. Nothing. Uh, they didn't clinch tonight. They didn't clinch a playoff spot. They still have to go out and, uh, get, I guess, get a point uh, to clinch a playoff spot. The magic number of points is down to one. Uh, or if Nashville... Uh, doesn't uh, get a point out of their next game. I think that, uh, Nashville's next games will be hosting Florida, so Nashville's maybe going to try and be you know try to stay alive. Uh, actually, they are staying alive because they're still competing with Dallas. Uh, but uh, they, you know, if Carolina gets a point in Dallas, uh, Nashville can't pass Carolina. So that's what I was talking about. Uh, anyway. Um, but the, you still want to finish first. And if you don't play well in Dallas, all the good you did in Tampa and in Sunrise might not be worth much. You know, you'll be back to square one. You know, back even. You've got the edge now. You've got a lead on Tampa. Tampa will play Columbus tomorrow. Uh, right now, they are uh, they are even in terms of games played. Uh, but Carolina's got, I think, a four-point lead. Um, but tomorrow, Tampa wins the game. Now it's two. You still have the game in hand, but if you don't win in Dallas, now you don't have the games in hand anymore, or it's not the deal. You don't have the games in hand. You probably don't have the point advantage anymore. So, look, there's a lot of work to be done. There are still nine games left to play, and Carolina's probably going to have to get, oh, in the neighborhood of 12 points out of those nine games. 12 points might do it. 13 points certainly would do it, probably. But you never know. You just never know. You just got to keep playing. Got to play them all. Got to play out the season. Um, but 
that is uh, that is what it is. Let's go through some of uh, some of the plays, uh, and uh, and we'll laugh and we'll cry, and uh, then maybe I'll drink a beer. I don't know. Uh, first, uh, let's begin in the first period. Dougie Hamilton got a quick pass from, I uh, believe it was Sebastian Ajo or uh, no, it was Andre Svechnikov, and uh, maybe a friendly bounce, but a one nothing lead. Gaines quickly get it back to Ajo. We'll leave that for Lorenz. Lorenz off the boards for Svechnikov. He gets it to the point. Hamilton shot. They score. Dougie Hamilton with a blistered wrister from the point. It beats Drieger, and the Canes go up one nothing. Yeah, deflected off a stick. And uh, fluttered over uh, Drieger and under the bar. Might have even hit something on the way past Drieger as well. You know, again, might not have been just the stick. Uh, but one nothing. You take your fortune and you move on. Uh, and then, uh, right before the end of the period, an uncharacteristic Brett Pesci mistake. Hard around the boards and the Canes in. Can be handled by Nedelkovich. Still jumping. And it jumps on Pesci. Behind the net to Huberdeau. Huberdeau sends it up. Huberdeau score. Puck finds its way to Huberto, and then he feeds Mackenzie Weger. And with 24.9 left in the first, we're tied in Florida. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's unfortunate because Brett Pesci looked like a little unsure what he was going to do. And uh, then what he did was he gave the puck away. Uh, so 1-1 one, one after 1, no blood, not bad. Carolina wasn't good. Carolina wasn't good in the second period either. It didn't stop from getting a power play goal. Fucking work. Trocheck. That's Hamilton's shot, and they score! Hamilton! Way to go, Hamilton! That's how you get locked back in with your first unit. And Dougie Hamilton has his second goal of the night. We're just a shift into the second period. And what a net front from Jordan Stahl. That was the period, though, offensively for Carolina. Again, not good in the second period at all. Not good. Uh, but you lead 2-1 because Ned was playing well in the second period. I really thought Ned was great in the period. Uh, you weren't allowing much, but you just weren't generating anything. Carolina did miss two empty nets tonight. Uh, so there were some chances there, uh, but the Canes just didn't do a good job cashing in any of those. Uh, and then we get to the third period pretty early, and Brett Pesci plays pinball wizard. Gardner now to Pesci. Pesci's back. the magic and the canes go up three to one um yeah i that's the magic svechnikov's skate was right there uh but it also hit gustav forsling's skate before it hit svechnikov's skate and then went past chris drieger so it's three one carolina here's the problem on the next shift the very next shift carolina lost an assignment Carolina goes to clear, kept it at the point. Set across the ice. Forsling shot scores. Sneaks in on the near post. Canes couldn't clear. Florida with a quick answer. And the Canes lead goes from 3-1 to 3-2. Morgan Geeky's assignment was Gustav Forsling. Even with that mistake, it's probably a goal Alex Nedeljkovic wants back. It looked like he was not sure how far over he needed to get. Because I think he was there in time, but just didn't get all the way over to the post. Uh, and Forsling just snuck it in between the pad 
and the post. It's 3-2, and now Florida has life. But wait, Carolina goes on the power play. So, Carolina's got the best power play in the sport. Should be an easy one, right? Wenberg skates out with it. He and Duclair. Duclair going wide on Ajo. Duclair throws one in the slot. They all give it to the same. Rebound chance and they'll score. Mackenzie Weger jumps in and a shorthanded goal for the Florida Panthers ties this game at three. Well, that's not good. But at least there's power play time left. The puck was hammered off the boards. Too far for Natchez. Now Bennett takes the loose rebound, throws it in, and rings it off the post. And Sam Bennett was looking for the second shorthanded goal for Florida on this shift. Now the Canes the other way. Back for Niederreiter. Too far for Niederreiter as the Canes were looking to go back up one. That was hairy. It was not a good power play when Carolina, especially after giving up the goal, you would have thought they would have got back on it. But uh, Florida was skating downhill at Carolina for most of the third period. Canes were fortunate to get it into overtime. There were plenty of opportunities for Florida in that uh, in regulation. The one thing that Carolina does do very well is, though, even when they're hemmed in, there aren't a ton of grade-A chances, but there were... Uh, you know, the, the the elements that lead to grade A chances, and Carolina just was just a little step behind, I think, uh, for the most part, pretty much all game. Uh, and then they try to make something happen in overtime, and it doesn't happen. Trocek tries to put it across Weger. He loses his edge, and he loses the puck, and now Barkov swiping through center ice, jumping in. Barkov puts one on and trickles through to Alkovich. one in overtime and you got a point and we'll talk to Alec Campbell on the other side real quick a reminder you can follow the Canes Corner podcast wherever you get your podcasts and uh, give us a rating give us a review give us five stars why not five stars for uh, I don't know five stars for whatever five stars for our effort Uh, Alec Campbell next my man Alec Campbell Stormwatch Aftermath Intermissions uh, and my friend from uh, noon to three, Monday through Friday, but my friend, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we talk a lot of <laughs> hockey, I was told. Um, is This is the way I believe we should look at this. The Carolina Hurricanes got a point out of this. Yeah. I, I, that's yeah, that's I mean, as far as, to me, that's all you need to know. Yes. I mean, considering they are missing, I don't know, six people out of their lineup, <laughs> seven people. I don't, I can't even keep track anymore of who's in and out of the lineup. Although I do find it a little bit interesting that with all of these players out of the lineup that Jake Bean did not play tonight once again. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, they, they didn't play well really. And they're missing all of these people and they had a three, one lead in the third period. So I, I get that you could be a little bit upset about blowing a 3-1 lead, but they got a point out of it. As I always say, better than no points. And you didn't lose your spot in the division. Um, you didn't clinch your playoff spot, but listen, I mean, that's going to happen at some point. Sure. So you didn't play well. You get a point out of it. 
um, and you keep it moving to Monday, and we'll see what happens then. Uh, I, I, I hope they get some people back for Monday. Uh, it would make sense that at this point you get Tavo Teravainen back. It doesn't sound like Jesper Foss is really doing with anything, dealing with anything too serious, just based on you know Rod's comments about it. Just right. he doesn't want to force anything on anybody right now when you don't have to. So I imagine we'll probably see him. Maybe we won't, but if we don't see him Monday, I bet we'll see him Tuesday. So hopefully we, we, we get some of these, these people back a little bit because when you look down at that lineup and you see uh, Drew Shore playing his second game of the season for Carolina and Max McCormick playing his third game of the year yeah. for Carolina and Joachim Ryan drawing back in and Steven Lorenz on the top line with Aho and Svechnikov, which I didn't hate, by the way. Um, yeah, it, it, Lawrence it, is all right. It's it's it's, dis, it's disconcerting. I mean, you you, you, you got to have your players, <laughs> you know. Right. So, yes, it's not not good. They don't have their players, but they got a point out of it. That's better than nothing. Yeah, look, every team has dealt with these types of things before. Heck, the first time Carolina beat T- Tampa Bay. Uh, they were incredibly shorthanded. That that was the uh, Sheldon Rimpal experience uh, yes. with uh, with no Foss, no Teravainen, no Slavin. Uh, and uh, Stahl was back for that game, but they 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 managed. Um, see, I I wasn't even. I mean, the roster that they put on the ice that is that goes without saying. But they just they got dominated. I thought by Florida. They were lucky. This is how Carolina scored their three goals. A Florida stick, a Florida skate, and a power play. That was Carolina's <laughs> offense tonight. There were just there was yeah. no danger. Their expected goals by according to natural hat uh, natural stat trick was one point five five. That was yeah. it. They got they scored three. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. They were lucky. Six shots on goal in the second period, six shots on goal in the third period, they really didn't generate a whole lot offensively there. It, it was that in special teams. Once again, right. They got the power play goal. They were good on the penalty kill, but they end up giving up a shorty at a really inopportune time. So I don't know. Does a, does a shorthanded, does giving up a shorthanded goal, uh, does that count like two in the, in the differential special team wise? <laughs> uh, does that make it an, does that make it an even game on special teams? For giving up a shorthanded goal, I think that you should get two minuses uh, if you're on the ice for a, for a shorthanded goal. I also think that if you commit a penalty and they score and the other team scores on that power play, you should get a minus even in the box. I think I think mm. plus minus needs some editorial tweaking. Yeah, I'd be good with that. I'd be good with that. That's like. Uh... That is some really direct punishment for taking a penalty. I yes. kind of like it. Maybe maybe Svechnikov needs that, so Gosh. he'll stop whacking people in the gloves on the offensive zone <laughs> with his stick. <laughs> like, why uh, does he keep doing that? I just don't understand. It's like, hey, guy, stop doing that. Yeah. It's the same penalty every time. Yep. It's the same thing. Yep. Yeah, it was not good. Um, it's maddening. I kind of thought they were a little bit mentally tired today. Maybe they're physically tired too. When you're physically tired, you make mental mistakes. 
Uh, on the first goal, 24 seconds left in the first period, Brett Pesci seemed like there was yeah. some indecision what to do with the puck. I mean, he made a good play to get yeah. the puck, uh, and then he sort of froze, didn't know what to do, and then it was taken away and uh, ends up uh, behind Nedeljkovic. Um, there was that. Morgan Geeky forgot about Gustav Forsling on the 3-1 goal. I mean, you can't you can't forget. Yeah. The he I mean Forsling's lethal. You can't forget Gustav Forsling, who by the way, he couldn't play in the NHL last year for Carolina. Could did not play a game in the NHL. This he was an NHL player. He had played like 3 years in um, you know, for the Blackhawks. He couldn't get right. a sniff for Carolina. Played 23 minutes tonight. Yeah, I also, I, I recognize the fact that Morgan Geeky lost him, but I didn't like that goal. That was a bad goal. By, by Alex Nedeljkovic. Bad goal. I mean, it's just barely sneaking in between the pad and the post. It's along the ice. I mean, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a ground ball. I mean, get your, get your pads dirty. Yep. You know, um, and he just, he did, and, and, you know, the puck's coming across him, so he has to go post to post but there were there were also board battles lost and 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 inabilities to clear and all those things too um but i did not like that goal trip didn't mind that one as much um the biggest one he had a problem with was the overtime goal i didn't like that one either yeah yeah, that one was a problem i think you're right though Uh, i think i think ned has to stop the forcing goal yeah, and I think if you ask Ned, yeah, Ned would say the same thing. Yeah, I would agree with that. So they they weren't sharp on a lot of fronts tonight. It probably was some mental fatigue, but I mean, listen they they played thirty minutes on the penalty kill, damn near on Thursday <laughs> right. night. So like, I don't blame them if they're right. mentally and physically fatigued. And I, you know, the, the the funny, the precarious situation right now is, I mean. They have one day off tomorrow. How much does that do for the health of your team? And then you got to play a back to back against Dallas, I mean, against a, a Dallas team that's fighting for a spot. Yeah, right. A, a team who likes to play heavy game too. So I don't know. It's uh, it, it, it's an interesting scenario they're in. Just finding the balance between the playoff seating and making sure people are healthy. But they really don't have a choice at this point because they can't just sit people right now with all the guys that they have out. So, well, I mean, you uh, saw the way it's, it's, but you saw the way Rod treated the lineup tonight. Uh, Yes, Drew Shore played tonight, but Drew Shore really didn't play tonight. He played four minutes. Max McCormick played tonight, but Max McCormick didn't really play tonight. He uh, he wore a yeah. uniform and sat on the bench for three. Uh, he played for three forty-two. Morgan Geeky only played seven thirty. So and uh, and two and a half minutes of that was power play time. Uh, so uh, you know Joe Kim Ryan played ten and a half minutes again. The narrative after the game of um, these two T, you'll probably see them again. I mean, we know the at least three of the four teams that are going to be in the playoffs. Carolina, Tampa, and Florida are going to be in. You're going to see either Tampa or Florida again. That is a an absolute mathematical certainty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. 
these were close games. Carolina could lose to Florida just as easily as they could beat them. Um, I do think Carolina has some advantages. Uh, I think Florida's defense is not very good. They can get behind Florida's defense and do work. Um, Tampa's obviously the elite challenger. Um, they're the defending champs and all that. But uh, Florida's there's a lot to like about Florida, and they're going to get. I think they're going to get Carter for Hagee back. Uh, they haven't had him, but back, but yeah. back to your original uh, thought about they need some guys back. I do. I agree. I think they need uh, they need to get some of these guys back in the lineup. They need Brady Shea back in the lineup, uh, and obviously no one's going to rush him, and nobody's going to tell Tavo Teravina to get back on the ice because uh, these head injuries. If you're not right, uh, you'll just end up with a setback, and you'll right. sit out longer. Uh, but I don't know about you, but I thought Jake Gardner was a liability tonight. Well, I mean, he almost fell over a couple. I mean, well, I mean, that's not that's not a new thing for him. But he he, get, he gets turned around, and he just can't recover. He's so awkward in those scenarios. So, yeah, you know, he's he kind of is what he is at this point. We're not saying anything new about him. But listen, I've said all year long that I like Florida. I know what the results are in terms of the Hurricanes Florida series. What's it? 14 out of 16 points. Yeah, 6 in the regular season. Yeah. Um, very good. But I, I think Florida's got a dangerous part to their team. I mean, I, I think they showed it tonight. You know, they can they can score. They've got skilled people on their team. Uh, they can they've got pretty good goaltending and they can they can thump a little bit too. Um, they're they're not they're not afraid to do that. Patrick Hornquist was in everybody's grill tonight. Yeah. So uh, I thought he killed Andre so Svechnikov after a while. The, that, that one, their yeah. team, yeah, right. Which was, I mean, that was that was sort of a crackback type hit yep. on him. Um, sort of unnecessary, sort of unsportsmanlike. Um, but you know, uh, they're they're a team that I think is you know I. They're a dangerous team, like they're one. They're the they're the they're the team that I feel like you go and you say, you you don't want to play them, you know. Like yes, you're the better team probably, but in a playoff scenario, I think that they are they are as dangerous as anybody. Rather play them or Fl- or Tampa. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather play them. I'd rather play them. Florida. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather play Florida. I would too. I mean, you get, the, the truth is, is that three of the best, I don't know, eight teams in the league are in the Central Division. Three of the best nine teams in the league are in the Central. So, you know, if you don't finish first, you're starting off with somebody who could theoretically win a cup. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just right out of the gate. Um, and I do think that ultimately Dallas is going to be that team unless Carolina goes to Dallas and um, and wins these two games and puts Dallas behind it in terms of their race with Nashville. Who would you rather play, Dallas or Nashville, in the first round? I mean, my instinct is to say Dallas, but but I mean, um, I think I'd rather play Nashville. You know, Nashville in the first da- round. Dallas plays a when they play their game. They play the type of game that I don't like for Carolina to go up against. Yeah, that's. They're the type of team I don't like. They, 
they're 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 a uh, well, at least they were last year. I don't think they've really done it as you know as well this year, but they were a a, a back forward team that played a lot of close games, limits your opportunities, and gets real physical. You know, like likes to clog things up in the neutral zone. I that that's that's not uh, if they can get to that game, it's it's always tough for Carolina to sort of penetrate those types of teams. So. I don't like them against Dallas. It's just that I don't think Dallas has really proven that they can play it consistently this year. So I feel like right now that's who I like. I think Dallas is getting to their game, though, right now. 7-1-2 and two in their last 10. Uh, it's going to be an interesting yeah. two games, Monday and Tuesday. I didn't do stars, uh, and I'm glad because I couldn't. I, I don't think hard. I, the, to, today's stars would have been hard. Uh, who did you have at stars? Um, they were really hard to give out. I mean, but, Dougie scored so I, two I, goals. I went, you probably gave one to Dougie. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went pretty basic. I mean, I gave the third star to Brett Pesci, um, even though I know that he was a part of the first goal um, that that Florida scored. He also scored a goal tonight. Well, no, they um, it was Svechnikov's goal, unless they changed it again. They cha- They changed it. They changed, uh, they it, changed back. it back. to the last I saw it was Pesci's goal um, not long ago. So, and I don't think it was Svechnikov. I think the right call is that it's Pesci's goal, personally. Okay, it looked um, like it might have hit Svechnikov's skate again. Nope, they went back to Pesci. Good for, good for Brett. Yeah. Good for. Yeah, Brett. I didn't think it got any part of Svechnikov, unless I missed something. I thought it, but, it looked like it glanced off his skate after hitting Forsling's skate. Yeah, well, even then, it should still be Pesci's goal. It is. <laughs> uh, like, it, gl- it glanced off my skate, so I get a goal. Come right. on. Get out of here. I'm with you. Uh, so, so I gave Pesci uh, the third star. Um, second, I think I gave Svechnikov the second star, and I think I, I gave Dougie the first star. But, you know, Dougie had his moments tonight, too. Uh, he was sort of up and down. You know, he had the two goals, but um, yeah, I think there you know, was defensively. I don't, I'm not sure he was all there. I think there was a uh, a bit of. He was also on the ice for the shorty. Yeah, well, that that top power play unit uh, was on the ice. To to me, I think they were kind of caught off guard by how aggressive Florida came at them. Like like Florida blitzed them. Like they didn't expect a blitz on third and eight. Uh, and Florida just blitzed them. I mean, right at the blue line. Uh, and that was, that was the, that was it. And then Florida, of course, got another shorthanded chance, uh, for, uh, to score. They were lucky. I mean, Carolina was lucky again as, and here's the, all the proof you need about how I feel about this game is that Carolina got a, got a point and I'm having a celebratory adult beverage. Excellent. What are you having? Oh, Peachful Highland Brewery. Peachful. Mm. Oh man, delicious. Fru- a fruitful ale, beautiful, delicious. Um, and then I'm going to go pass I'm out. A, I'm having a water filtered from my refrigerator. Very nice. <laughs> um, I've been hydrating all day. You probably need it. It's been uh, it's been a rough uh, couple of days in the Campbell household. Everybody's sick, 
starting with the the youngest of the Campbells. So we've been we've all been hydrating the last couple of days. I heard he made a cameo at the beginning of this, but he seems to be <laughs> yes, quiet now. Uh, Is he all right? Is Trip okay? Yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll. I think he'll be okay, but uh, he'll be up probably in another couple hours. And uh, you know, we have we have to endure these times. You know, this this is what it's all about. All getting right. through. Well, uh, you should uh, you should go rest. Um, we got a, a full day before we have to do this again. All right, brother. Sounds good. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk soon. <laughs> All right, let's do. Let's do why, that. Why is what? Why is that funny? I don't know why it made me laugh. It just sounded very, uh, very formal for some reason. We'll reconvene uh, Monday evening. Hear ye, hear ye. Yes, we will. All right, man. Thanks. I got a tweet tonight from somebody who wanted me to address. Alex Nedeljkovic and whether or not he would be an unrestricted or a restricted free agent by the end of the season. Now, if you go to capfriendly.com or uh, any website that tracks contracts for players, technically Alex Nedeljkovic is um, is going to be a restricted free agent at season's end, unless, because he is already 25, I believe, if he hasn't played 28 NHL games then he will be an unrestricted free agent. As long as he plays 28 NHL games, he is still an RFA, which means Carolina controls his rights completely. Now, before we get further into this, I don't believe it's going to matter. I think Carolina is going to sign Alex Nedeljkovic to a contract when this season ends, regardless of whether he's an unrestricted or a restricted free agent. Uh, I do think, though, that the way he's played, it gives him a little bit more bargaining power if he is unrestricted. So for uh, for what that's worth, so just file that away. Uh, so he has now played in 19 games this year, if I am not mistaken. Uh, and that brings him to 23 NH 20, I'm sorry, 25 NHL games. But one of those is under 30 minutes played. That's the game in which he um, came in for Cam Ward, I believe, in Columbus, his first NHL game. And because he only played in 20, it was really, it was like 28 and a half minutes or something like that. But because it's under 30, that doesn't count. So 25 games is actually 24. So he has to start four more games and play more than 30 minutes in those four games in, other, in, in order to eclipse 28 games played and become a restricted free agent at season's end. So with that said, I think there's a fair chance of him getting that, but I don't think it is guaranteed. Rod Brindamore isn't going to make his decisions based on who will be a restricted or an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year. Uh, But considering how well he has played and considering that Peter Morazic is nursing some sort of a lower body injury, that I don't believe Rod is going to uh, overly tax Peter, even if Peter plays... On Monday in Dallas, you'll see Ned on Tuesday in Dallas. 
And then Carolina comes home for five games. I think it's Detroit, Columbus, and then three with Chicago. My guess is, and two of the of, of the three Chicago games, and that's three games in four nights, two of those three Chicago games are back-to-back, so we'll probably have Ned one and Peter in the other. So if Ned makes four more starts out of the remaining nine games, uh, then he's, an unrestri- he's a restricted free agent at season's end. I kind of think he'll make four. Even if Peter makes five, I kind of think Ned will make four. Uh, so I, And I think I have that right. I might not, but I'm pretty sure I have that right based on the people that I've talked to. With all of that, uh, I don't think it really will matter. I think they will try and sign uh, Alex Nedeljkovic when this season comes to an end. Remember, they still have to protect the goalie, so you got to sign somebody. I guess you could protect Jeremy Helvig, but I really doubt they will. Um, you have to protect the goaltender. Beck Warm is not eligible to be protected. Um, the guy they signed uh, from the Chicago Wolves, uh, he was a uh, an, an AHL free agent at the start of the season, played well, and Carolina signed him. So he is now in the system. Uh, but I do believe they'll sign Ned, and they'll protect him uh, along with the 10 skaters they plan on protecting. Uh, so I hope I hope that clears it up. Maybe it doesn't. Uh, if it doesn't, I apologize. Uh, but remember, the Hurricanes got a point tonight, and we should all be happy about the Hurricanes and the point that they earned tonight. All right, so we'll uh, we'll we'll beg adieu of you. Uh, a reminder: Hurricanes uh, Canes Corner Podcast brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. From roofing to siding to windows to storm doors to gutter helmets, whatever it is, if it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. Online, aluminumcompany.com, Hamlin Road in Durham. Sammy Hanna and his crew do a great job. Uh, all right, we'll, uh, we'll do this again on Monday. Remember, you can follow us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, be nice to us, give us some feedback. And we'll talk to you after the Canes and the Stars Monday night. I'm Adam. Bye. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Canes Corner Podcast. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.